Good morning, everybody. It's good to be with you. It's now, what's it, Wednesday or Tuesday? What's today? Wednesday. It's Wednesday morning. So it's good to be here with you today. So I'm going to start reading, but let's just give some time for everyone to log on. So... Uh, I want to switch this thing on. We can tell jokes so long. All right. So, so I, I want to I want to talk about this. God God wants to make you whole. God wants to everything in your life. He wants to bless everything from your your spiritual body, your wallet, your dog, your flower bed, your lawn, your car, <laughs> everything. God wants to make everything whole. So the word for peace, <clears throat> sorry, in the Hebrew language is the word shalom. And the word shalom means wholeness. Everything is whole. Everything is good. Nothing is missing and nothing is broken. So, shalom, all you holy saints. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, God wants you to be whole. God wants you to be blessed. God wants to bind you up. He wants to heal you. He wants to make you whole. All right? So, I'm just going to look at a few scriptures. In John chapter 7, uh, Let's re rewind a little bit. Jesus is teaching in the temple. I'm going to start reading in verse 14. When the feast was already half over, Jesus went up into the temple court and began to teach. The Jews were astonished. They said, how is it that this man has learning? He's so versed in sacred scriptures and theology when he has never studied. Jesus answered them by saying, my teaching is not my own, but he's who sent me. That's a nice, nice thing. If any man desires to do his will, he will know, uh, have the needed illumination to recognize and can tell for himself whether the teaching is from God or whether I'm speaking for myself. Okay? Imagine that. If you really want to do God's will, you will recognize if the teaching is true or false. Okay? Uh, whether the teaching is from God or whether I'm speaking of myself of my own accord. He who speaks on his own authority seeks to win honor for himself. He whose teaching originates with himself seeks his own glory. But he who seeks the glory and is eager for the honor of him who sent him, he is true and there is no unrighteousness or falsehood or deception in him. Did not Moses give you the law and yet none, not one of you keeps the law? If that is the truth, why do you seek to kill me? The crowd answered him, you are possessed by a demon. Who seeks to kill you? Jesus answered him. I, I did one work, and you all are astounded. Now Moses established circumcision among you, though it did not originate with Moses, but with the previous patriarchs, and you circumcise a person even on the Sabbath day. If to avoid breaking the law of Moses, a person undergoes circumcision on the Sabbath day, have you any cause to be angry with or indignant against me for making a man's whole body well on the Sabbath? Verse 23 in the, in the King James is, is just something that, that, that just came up in my heart. He says, because I have made a man every whit whole on the Sabbath. 
every with hole. <laughs> so he so Jesus is is basically defending a miracle. So Jesus healed the people, but I want you to see his heart. He made him every with hole. Jesus healed him voor tot achter. Everything. Top to bottom. Everything healed. Okay, so your life. Okay, let's just take it further, expand it even further than, than the body. Okay, so people are constantly trying to seek and criticize and look for something, you know. But God's desire is simply this. You know, he's not expecting you to keep a ritual on a Sabbath or anything. His desire is to make your life all the with whole. Okay? God wants to restore your life. He wants to restore your thoughts. He wants to restore your heart. He wants to restore your emotions. He wants to restore your body if you're sick. He wants to remove all pain. He wants to restore your financial situation. He wants to restore your relationships. He wants to restore your, just your well-being. The Greek word soteria, spiritual well-being. So everything, everything is okay with you. It is well with my soul, that song, you know. It is well with my soul. Yeah, God wants to do that for you, okay, and he expects nothing from you. All right, how is he going to do it, okay? Okay, first I want to read a scripture in Luke, the book of Luke. Luke chapter 7. Now, Luke chapter. Seventeen, sorry. Okay, just listen to this. Verse 19. And he said to them, get up and go your way. Your faith, your trust, confidence that spring from belief in God has restored you to health. King James. He said unto him, arise, go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. How is he going to do it? He's going to bring you a word. He's going to speak to you in some way, which brings faith to your heart. And faith brings the manifestation of what God said. Faith brings the power of the Holy Spirit on the scene. So the gospel is the power unto salvation. The gospel is the power unto wholeness. The gospel releases God's will. Releases what God has in store for you. Why? Because faith comes by hearing the gospel. Okay. So, Romans 1. Gospel is the power of God unto salvation. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed. From faith to faith. For it is written, the just shall live by faith. Okay. So, if you speak... Like Afrikaans English, then it's faith to faith. Okay? <laughs> From faith to faith. Just remember five to five. Faith to faith. 
from faith to faith, for the just shall live by faith. Okay, so the just shall live by faith. So in the Amplified Version, it says the just shall live and live by faith. Okay, right, so we need to get this. Life comes, wholeness comes, restoration comes by the Spirit of God. When we hear and believe what the Spirit of God is saying, and that releases the power of God. God wants to restore. God wants to make you whole. Okay, so what happens, what comes to you when you hear the word? The Holy Ghost. What comes to you when you have faith in the word? The Spirit. So in Acts chapter 10, they heard the message, and the Holy Ghost fell upon all who were listening. In Galatians chapter 3, he says, Did you receive the Holy Spirit by doing the works of the law, like the Sabbath, you know, if you read John 5, or John 7, or... Was it by hearing a message and believing it? So how did the message come? Someone preached. So the preaching came by someone that was sent, not bringing his own message. Okay. So because he's speaking, you can see the one who sent him. And if you can recognize the one who sent him and you believe him, when you receive the one who's sent, you receive the one whom he has sent. So if no one sent him, there's nothing to receive. But if someone has sent him, when you hear the message, you receive the person speaking behind the person that's speaking. Yeah. You receive the power of the one that's sent him. That faith in him makes everything whole. Faith in him brings the Holy Spirit on the scene. Faith in him causes all things that's broken to be healed. Causes all things that's upside down to be right side up. All right? Okay. So, uh, I want to just read a scripture in First Thessalonians chapter 5, uh, which might, on the surface, not look like it's got anything to do with this. But I'm, I'm on my way to another scripture. Because in First Thessalonians chapter 5, he says, verse, um, chapter 21, Test and prove all things until you can recognize what is good, to that hold fast. Abstain from evil, shrink from it, and keep aloof from it in whatever form or whatever kind it may be. Okay, so when he says prove all things, you know, find out what God's will is for your life. He didn't say go and do drugs. He said prove, the, prove things. Um, he, he, he says, verse 19, do not quench the Holy Spirit. Verse 20, do not spurn the gifts and utterances of the prophets. So, uh, we're busy with the word, we're busy with the Holy Spirit. He says, but test and prove all things until you can recognize what is good. So with the power of the Holy Spirit, you, you have his guidance. Yeah. If you have a thought, test it. Yeah. Holy Spirit, is this what God is saying? Mm-hmm. He didn't say, test all things, you know, but prove alles and He didn't say, go and do things that you know is evil. Because the very next verse says, abstain from all evil. Okay. So that's not part of what he's saying here. What he's saying here is prove and test. Is this thing the Holy Spirit? Because we don't want to spurn the gifts. Because we don't want to quench the Holy Spirit. So we need the Holy Spirit on the scene. Now, he says, And may the God of peace himself sanctify you through and through. Separate you from profane things, make you pure and wholly consecrated to God. And may your spirit 
and soul and body. You see there? Be preserved, sound and complete and found blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, just listen to me. How will you be found blameless? Will it be by your works? Or will it be by your faith? How are you found blameless? By faith. You are found blameless because of faith in the blood. Alright? You are washed clean by faith in the blood. Alright? So, He will sanctify you. He will consecrate you, set you apart from profane things. How? By faith in the blood. So that at the coming of the Lord Jesus, you can be found blameless by faith in the blood. All right? But the fruit of it is God's will coming out of your life. Okay. So now he says, Faithful is he who is calling you to himself, and utterly trustworthy, and he will also do it. Fulfill his call by hallowing and keeping you. So he's the one that's doing it. So, faithful is he that is calling you to himself. Okay. Matthew chapter 11. O you who are burdened and heavy laden, Come to me, and I will give you rest. Take upon yourself my yoke. My yoke is soft, my burden is light. Learn from me. I am meek and gentle of heart. So he says, he is not telling you, change your life, do everything, be better, so that you can be found blameless. He's saying, Faithful is he who is calling you to himself, and he will do it. And he's saying to you, God will sanctify you and preserve you, spirit, soul, and body, blameless. So what do you need? You need the influence from God that causes you to be sanctified. You need the influence from God that causes the broken to be healed, that causes Everything to be restored to wholeness through his working. What is that influence? It's God's grace. What is that influence? The power of the Holy Spirit. So how does the power... My wife is a scripture. I'm going to read it now. How does the power of the Holy Spirit come to you? You hear the word. You hear the word. You believe the word. And you receive the one that sent the word. What's his script? Oh, yeah, Matthew 11, my yoke is wholesome in the, in the uh, Amplified. My, ho- my, yeah, my yoke, not my hoke, my yoke is wholesome. <laughs> okay, my yoke is wholesome. All right, so just let's just crystallize this thing, you know, boil it down to a nice, you know, what's it working? Production <laughs> that we can put over the food. <laughs> What we need is the power of the Holy Ghost. The power of the Holy Ghost brings wholeness to you. How does the power of the Holy Ghost come? By faith. Your faith has made you whole. Okay. How do we get faith? 
by hearing yeah. and believing someone who is sent from God. Yeah. Okay? All right. So the words themselves has the power to minister the Spirit to you. Second Corinthians 3 verse 6. We have been qualified by God. It's Him who qualified us to be made ministers and dispensers of this New Testament, not by legally written code or by the law, because the code kills. The law kills. So if you come by law and by works, that's what brought the destruction in the first place. But the Spirit makes alive. The Spirit makes whole. The Spirit sanctifies you through and through. And through. The Spirit keeps you away from influences that wants to destroy you. Okay? God has an influence that wants to give you life and wants to make everything whole. Two more scriptures, Second Corinthians chapter 6, verse 1, laboring together as God's fellow workers with him then, we beg of you not to receive the grace of God, that influence that I spoke about, the power of God. I beg of you not to receive the grace of God in vain. Now he describes it in brackets. That merciful kindness. Remember, come to me, I am mercy and merciful and kind. I'm, what's the words that I used? Um, learn from me, I am gentle, meek, kind. Okay. That merciful kindness by which God exerts his holy influence on souls and turns them to Christ, keeping and strengthening them. Do not receive it to no purpose. God wants to influence your soul. Yeah. Also your body, also your spirit. We read that in a couple of verses. But God wants to influence your soul. And he wants to restore your, your soul. Psalm 23. He refreshes and restores my soul. Leads me in paths of righteousness. Makes me lie down. So he refreshes and restores my soul. God wants to refresh your soul. God wants to restore your soul. God wants to make you whole. God wants to bring wholeness to your life. Okay. And he's doing it by his holy influence. And his holy influence is his grace. And his grace is the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay. So receive it and let him, let him wash over you. Washing of the water by the word, Ephesians chapter 5. Washing of regenerations, 1 Peter 1. Uh, Titus chapter 3. Washing of regeneration. Washing, washing, washing. So what is washed out? All the other influences. All the stuff that brings destruction. All the stuff that, that brings hurt. All the stuff that brings death. It's just, let him just wash it out of you. Let him, like a waterfall. I like Joseph Prince. He says, you know, you're standing under a waterfall of forgiveness. So it's a constant influence, cleansing influence, a constant flow of Holy Ghost water coming through you, constantly refreshing you, constantly restoring you, constantly making you whole. That's God's will for you. Yeah. All right? So what do you do? Receive it. Thank him for it and receive it. Yeah. All right. So, Isaiah. Mm -hmm. Ephesians 1. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Let me read it. Ephesians 1.23. I'll, I'll look it up in the electronic one. It says, uh, I'm just going to start with verse 22. And he has put all things under his feet and has appointed him the universal and supreme head of the church, 
which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all, for in that body lives the full measure of him who makes everything complete and who fills everything, everything everywhere with himself. That's nice. <laughs> we, we want to be filled continuously with the Holy Ghost. Imagine you are filled like you're standing, filled with the Holy Ghost like you're standing under a waterfall. And it has to go out of you somewhere. And that which is flowing out of you, Jesus said, streams and rivers of living water will flow from your innermost being. So <laughs> it flows out and it brings restoration everywhere you go. Like Isaiah 32 says, uh, you will be like the shade of a great rock in a weary land. You know, Princes will reign in righteousness. They shall be like... Um, Shading the great rock and we're like, like streams of water in a, in a barren, dry place, okay? So you can be that stream. You can be that, that watered garden whose waters fell not, Isaiah 58. You know, God wants to restore your life. God wants to refresh you, okay? Blessed is the man who walks not off the counsel of the ungodly. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers. Psalm chapter 1, Jeremiah chapter 17. Okay, Isaiah chapter 61 says the following, he says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed and qualified me to preach. Second Corinthians 3.16, it's the him who has qualified us to be ministers of this New Testament. Okay. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, Holy Ghost, power, because the Lord has anointed and qualified me to preach the gospel good tidings to the meek and the poor, the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up and heal the broken hearted. So all you poor and afflicted, I'm preaching the gospel to you. <laughs> God is here to bring good tidings to you. He's, you ain't got to be poor no more. <laughs> it's that song I heard. It's like a house song. Someone I know in America said it to me. It's funny. Okay, but don't worry. Um, so all the brokenhearted, hey, Jesus has sent us to bind up the brokenhearted by the power of the Holy Ghost. May your broken heart be made whole. May he bind up the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the physical and spiritual captives. Man, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. I proclaim liberty to you. Anything that has held you back in your life, in Jesus' name, may those chains and those bonds fall off. May you experience liberty, freedom from the Holy Ghost. May you have no joy. May you know freedom. May you know peace. May you walk away from all things that can hold you back, man. You are free in Jesus' name. And the opening of the prison and of the eyes of those who are bound. Hey, the prison door that's opening is the eyes that's opening. I want to declare to you this. God is opening your eyes to see in the Spirit. Second Corinthians 3 verse 15, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies on their hearts and minds. But when the person turns repentance, verse 16, the veil is stripped off and taken away. So the eyes open up. Okay, uh, may God, uh, I always pray to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ that he may give you a spirit of wisdom and insight into spiritual things. You know, Ephesians 1 verse 17. Okay, so, so that you may know, so your eyes, the spiritual eyes, the eyes of your heart can be opened so that you may know your inheritance, inheritance and the power 
um, outflowing of, of this reason, the, the power of God. So God wants you to know everything that he has given you. So the prison doors open like this. He opens your eyes to the truth. The truth will set you free. He opens your eyes. Okay. So may your eyes be opened. May you see the truth of your whole life. You, in Christ, you are recreated. In Christ, you are whole. In Christ, everything is good. In Christ, you have joy and peace. Okay? And may all the pressures and all the destruction of this, this world, may it never touch you again. In Jesus' name. May your eyes open up to see what your inheritance is. Okay. Proclaim liberty to the captives, the opening of the prison and of the eyes to those who are bound. Okay. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the year of his favor and the year of, of vengeance of our God. That was the cross. To comfort all who mourn. Okay. So, in Jesus' name. He will, he will turn your sorrow into rejoicing. Okay. He will give you a garment of praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. He will restore your life. He will refresh your soul. May God restore you. May God make you whole. May he make you all the width whole. Spirit, soul, body. All the dimensions. Your finances, your relationships. Everything pertaining to your life. Okay? You're going out, you're coming in. He will protect you. You know, may the Lord make, to, make his face shine upon you and give you peace. Right? So uh, that's my prayer for you today. Receive the wholeness that comes by faith in the word. May the spirit of the Lord be upon you to bind up the brokenhearted. May the spirit of the Lord be upon you to restore you to life. May the spirit of the Lord be upon you to restore everything that the enemy has destroyed. The, thieves, the thief comes only for to steal and kill and destroy, John chapter 10, verse 10. Yes. But Jesus said, I have come that you may have and enjoy life. Yes. So here's the invitation. He says, come. Yeah. Come to me. I have come, so come to me. Yeah. All you are burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. <laughs> okay? So may you find rest today. So, be blessed. It's good to see you. Uh, let me just greet a few people. Hello, Skoon Marietta. And I just say, I put for Skoon Pa Wesi ook groet. Skoon Pa Wesi. Skoon Pa Johan. Lievele, blessings. Martinette. Greg, thank you, Lord. That's what I needed in my life right now. Restoration of wholeness. Amen, Greg. I agree with you for your miracle. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Martinette, awesome. Standing under a waterfall of forgiveness. Yes. Amen. Forgiven always. God is ever pouring out his spirit to make everyone whole. Okay, I receive. Amen. Me too. I receive. <laughs> All right, everyone. Be blessed. May, you, may From this second, I declare, you will have the best day of your life. In Jesus' name. I don't care how it started. I don't care how yesterday ended. But in Jesus' name, <laughs> you will have the best, best day of your life. Everything that needs restoration will just come like this. In Jesus' name. Amen. See you tomorrow. Be blessed.